and it was all all stuff in my size so i was like i just clean house man i got so much here looking like kimbo slice no he's not junior version two i knew you were gonna say that but you're right you're not wrong because i know when i was brushing it out i was like oh man i don't think i've had it this long ever so it's getting there yeah swimming in the water dish i'll be back okay (laughs) right do this and we'll count us in we'll get moving this is is gonna be different but whatever (laughs) all right in three two one Welcome, everybody, once again to another episode of Geezers and the Kid. I'm Elliot, and sitting directly beside me... What's up? What's going on, Blake? COVID's fucking weird. It is. It is weird. Uh, Winnipeg has just opened uh, up a little bit more, so we're actually kind of allowed to have people uh, in our backyards and inside of our houses. Um, Aren't we still technically supposed to be socially distanced? Uh, Whatever. Physically or You are. Uh, there's only, uh, we're only allowed five people in the bathroom at a time, though. So, fuck. <laughs> only. <laughs> uh, Aaron's here with us again. Welcome What's up? Back, brother. You uh, you weren't at, at our last episode. Uh, well, but I was. You're busy. Yeah. You're busy. I was in the recording studio working on song two of three for an extended play with myself. My good friend Adam Parsons coming out. Towards the end of summer, first single should be out soon. Um, don't want to say too much. I want to surprise everybody, and we'll talk about it on another cast. But um, Jonas Akalem sing as well. Uh, I recorded a song for his album this afternoon. Completely different project, and uh, yeah. So is this, is this then? Is this then the Adam Parsons project? Uh, right. It's so close. So cl- right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he goes by Madam Madam of Madam. It's a sample from an old Humphrey Bogart movie, and he. He found the sample, of course, name being Adam, and I'm AMC. So we're actually calling it Six Degrees of Separation EP, but it's abbreviated to six, the number six DS, because we've discovered that for the past 15 years, we've had the same friends and never actually came into contact with each other, just for whatever reasons. So it's really cool that way. And uh, it's uh, it's it's going to be a real uh, eye opener because it's uh, the genres that we touch base with. It's hip hop generated, however. You know, you got your new wave, your synth pop in there, your little bit of electro funk. Um, you got some of that shit. No, none of that though. But uh, <laughs> that's like quickly moved on. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> a, so, a lot of the uh, the others. So yeah. there's yeah. one thing that we didn't plan for being outside. Sure. What's that? I'm sweating like fucking crazy right now. It's it's Uh-oh. it's warm. It's, it's definitely it's humid. Definitely warm. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're inside and in, in cool because you got long sleeves on and very yeah. happy today. Uh, if if yeah. we do ever if we do ever get this up on YouTube, um, we, <laughs> it looks yes, the, probably the, one of the first times in 31 episodes of yeah. you not wearing anything kind of suit related, which is pretty epic. Right. Most Shout out to uh, the Under Armour store, uh, the outlet store and tuxedo. Uh, I got some, I had, yeah, some great deals. Let's just leave it at that. And I uh, appreciate it because it's uh, changed up my wardrobe and it's uh, just adds a new dynamic to the geezers and the kid yeah. and our great guests that are on. Speaking of which. Yes. Bugs though. Wait, nice. We didn't talk about the bugs. Bugs. Yes, there I, is bugs. I wanted to bitch for, <laughs> I need to get this out of the way now. Okay. I didn't plan for fucking bugs. We didn't. But you know what? If we have to pause and go inside, it'll be a set change. It'll be fun. Well, there you go. Perfect. So I uh, I don't want to talk any more to YouTube clowns. Um, okay. <laughs> because uh, we, we very very nicely and sitting uh, sitting here waiting for us to finish yammering. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got uh, a guest with us again today. Uh, Benjamin Imla is with us. Uh, Benjamin, you are a according to your Twitter a content creator, a writer with autism, uh, and a. Uh, uh, relative of friend of the show Ainsley Curtin, welcome to Geezers and the Kid. Yes, thank you so welcome. much for having me. Thank you. Just gotta sp- spray my cat real quick because he chose okay. right at this moment. Good. Oh, do you have a? Spray there we go. Look at that. I got one of those too. Of course. Hey. I don't 
Yeah, because you get them like from across the house. It's a cat. I don't got to move then. <laughs> it's a cat thing because cats are jerks. That's just the okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> Two sides ben- of the same coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Benjamin, uh, uh, thanks for coming on. As we had kind of said here, uh, why don't you just tell us your story, man? Tell us uh, about yourself. Uh, inform our listeners. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know my whole story. Or I don't even remember last week, to be honest with you. But I'll tell you, in general, um, I was diagnosed pretty young um, as autistic. Um, I don't have the ages with me right now. And clearly, I don't remember back then. <laughs> but, um, you know, autistic, bipolar, um, and central auditory processing disorder. So a fun little cocktail of things. Um, but... You know, I kind of learned that, like, not everything a part of those things were negative. Um, I learned that, like, a lot of things, um, you know, just like everything, really, there's negatives and positives. And we tend to either look too strongly at the negatives of these things or the positives, you know. The toxic positivity can be an issue as well. Um, But I believe, like, we're just, we should, like, Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Basically, I'm an educator who uh, believes that we should teach people in a bunch of different ways, as many different facets as we can, because people learn, um, you know, in different ways. That's the best way to say it. Um, yeah. Before we started. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're talking about that a bit. Um, and so that's my big thing, is I really want people to kind of get the information straight from the source and not just from me either. Like, you know, I want, I want people to like read and listen to my stuff and connect with my stuff. But I also, I'm very big on sharing um, other voices and uplifting other creators because um, you know, autism is such a massive spectrum. Like that's the thing. Right. Um, and so each autistic person, so I'm saying I'm a lot, I'm noticing that. But <laughs> okay. So let's, let clarify yeah I'm not orators by any standards <laughs> so so you don't That's have fun. to worry about that at all <laughs> okay well then i'll just talk casually now this so essentially talk man so i got nervous for a second there don't. as soon as the, as soon as the camera started rolling um, <laughs> i'm sipping bubbly it's and i literally mean bubbly not like champagne like water oh oh buble yeah. 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 yeah, I got Diet Coke in a mason jar, so we're having a we're having a party tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So um, sorry. Uh, now that I'm not like you know all stiff, um, the thing is, is that when you know one person with autism, uh, you know one person with autism. We're so different from each other. Um, each person is so individualistic that I don't even know if that's a, a word, but it's a word now. Um, and we need to understand that when representing autistic, um, you know, people in media. And so I'm hoping, uh, so hoping by educating people in multiple facets that um, we can get like the information out there that we can get people in writing rooms in um like in uh like in productions in everything you know so that's my thing so that's my you, story are you talking about like like more representation do you think that there is enough representation that's not um people that aren't, people aren't aware of like what what are you referring to there i think well so i think there's like good um like individual um basically there's good individual representation on social media platforms on video platforms stream platforms Mm -hmm. but a lot of the times our voices get stifled um by bigger or bigger organizations um you can cut this out if you want but autism speaks is a big uh like shit-eating organization um We'll they, if you want it cut out, but if you want it in there, it's staying in there. Good. They're a big shit eating organization. Um, Tell us why. And, well, because they, here's the thing, right? Uh, since like they're making, they have very much um, 
represented autism as like something to mourn something to like if you look at any of the commercials it's literally like watching something for a funeral home um like talking about your kid dying but it's just your kid was diagnosed with autism that's it well and and there's just seems like there's so many different levels like that's i mean i'm super ignorant when it comes to this uh, I'll, I'll i'll admit it mm-hmm. but it seems like there's super many 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 different levels of like you see the young kids with autism that don't talk mm-hmm. or the older adults with it that you can't even tell that there's anything going on so well, like that that's seems weird. that's really interesting yeah no sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you there so i got like really excited when you were talking about okay. that because that's something i do want to mention um that it's our, the model of how we look at autism has changed so much in even just the past couple of years as opposed to the past, past couple of decades mm-hmm. um as like as before we saw or like the medical journals saw autism as like uh like a, like a list you know you got high functioning to low functioning but that's just not the case you know uh that kind of sets up that like there are people that are like inherently better than others in the autism community creates a hierarchy almost exactly that's the thing right so we have like the circle model now where like there's different traits that are inherent to autism and so like basically on each level or each like it's like a pie chart essentially think of it like that diagram where you've got circles that kind of cross like kind of but it's it's like so it's a pie chart okay um so each like part of the pie chart is like a word so like one is like um one is like bad posture or like awkward posture or social issues or sensory issues or stuff like that so it's just those are some examples and so um on this chart depending on what your support needs are uh you know more and more is colored in in each section so that is a way of showing okay well um somebody may be you know really sufficient socially but they may be struggling in literally all other aspects of their life Mm -hmm. so it's not like we hold so much um weight on being verbal and being like uh like being fully able to communicate in that way when there's so many other ways that nonverbal people for nonverbal autistic people have like found of communicating as well that's not like you know a death sentence like people like autism speaks like to say yeah you kind of mentioned about how much things have changed just over the last couple of years or mm-hmm. whatever um the the name of this podcast is geezers and the kid i am the geezerist of the geezers um, mm. <laughs> uh, and autism wasn't a word that i knew when mm. i was 15 years old mm-hmm. um it it was just another person disabled person or mm-hmm. special needs back then or whatever you wanted to call it yeah um and and i think just you hear so much more about it now and i think that's such a good thing that it it's huge it's ignorant about it like mm-hmm. i am that i mean I'll, I'll be completely honest you're probably the first person i've talked to this much in depth that has autism me mm-hmm. too. That's why I brought that up before yeah. we started. Where yeah, I've not had this sort of educational conversation before. Yeah. So it's great. It's it's great to know. And it just yeah, you're just the the comment that you made about it, how much it's changed. Yeah. Um, and and it's. I don't want to say it's more accepted, but I'm trying. To, I'm struggling to find a word. I I, I kind of see what you mean. Yeah. Um, because it is. It's it's something that's more in the public conscience. Um, our mission now is to like now that we have more people talking about autism like now that we have like more people growing up and actually learning about autism and what autism is um we need to like actually control like those like those education platforms Hmm. and ensure that like what people are learning is correct or like isn't harmful um something that was a recent issue actually um i would say came out a little bit at the beginning, like a little bit after the beginning of the new year, uh, Sia's new movie, Music. Terrible mess. I heard uh, about this. I, I, yeah. my, my wife talked to me about it. So this was a mess, right? So there was a lot, like, 
I could go like there's people much smarter than me that have gone <laughs> hours in depth into this, but essentially um, there's a whole lot of just things that she like she said that she spent years learning about autism and researching autistic people, but then forced somebody forced a child who who she herself Maddie Ziegler um, had expressed concerns on set about the character being ableist. And Sia herself said, well, I would protect, like, I would protect you if anybody comes after you, which is like, oh. clearly you didn't, because, I mean, it's a whole mess. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, the light ableism of, like, the light ableism of, you know, the terrible represent representation of a non-autistic actor kind of putting on the skin and, like, putting on, like, m like fake mannerisms to, like, play up the scene. But there's also like there's deep rooted like uh, like like uh, like uh, sorry <laughs> deep rooted um, anti autistic racism as well in the movie that's huge and then there's also multiple scenes where um, and like just a trigger warning for anybody who is autistic who might be listening to this um, of like you know death medical death um, is multiple scenes of a technique where you hold the child by their arms and stick your knee into their back if they're overwhelmed, which doesn't seem like, you know, a good idea if somebody is overwhelmed in any situation, but especially if somebody is like having like a meltdown. And so there's actually been many people who have died in this position. And Sia has glorified the position multiple times as the way to handle the handle those situations. And then um, partnered with Autism Speaks to amplify this movie. Why do you think society fears autism rather than accept it? I just, I think it kind of goes back to, um, like, to productivity. I think it goes back to, like, you know, any, or productivity and, like, the othering, you know? Like, any, like, anything that's different, people fear, and then because we're not seen as a produ as as productive in our modern like kind of capitalist society uh we're often thrown by the wayside because we're seen as you know we're not worth it because we're not making direct money even though you know we're creating amazing things it's just we might not thrive in like a retail environment or we might not thrive in certain like factory environments or anything like that so yeah i think that's kind of the main reason but otherwise i just think it's ignorance i think i think there's a lot of people who just don't know um and don't want to know like they kind of like not that they don't want to know specifically about that but like just the type of people that like you, like just don't want to learn you know like no matter what just want to stay in their ways so and that's kind of the biggest obstacle too yeah. Yeah. um one of one of the i know it's and it's so recent that i feel kind of silly saying it one of the earlier first kind of references that really started being more kind of public mm -hmm. with with this um and and, and I, I apologize in advance if this is not a cool thing to talk about if it isn't let me know uh, i think i know where this is going but i want to hear this i want to hear uh, this jenny mccarthy saying that vaccinations caused her son to have autism is that a like now i want to know where you thought it was going we'll, we'll, we'll oh. ask you after this oh yeah <laughs> is, like, okay question that first. that it, it just seems so odd but i really don't know like it, it doesn't seem to me like autism is something that's caused like you didn't bump your head and all of a sudden get you know, no, it, well, it, that's the thing, right? It, it's it's something that's categorized as a development, de, sorry, developmental disability. It uh, it's something. It's it's well, we don't fully know, right? Okay. Um, there's like a, there's there's aspects to um, genetics. There's aspects t that are like uh, environmental. I believe in the womb. I I think. Um, but the thing is, we're kind of like we're in the mind that we we're 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 scared to know. Because the moment we do know, um, yeah. you know, we fall into the eugenics territory of like, like what was that movie that like the dude goes to space? I don't know, Gattaca or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Old movie. 
Okay. Uh, old movie to reference. I got Armageddon. But... That's all I got for you for all space movies. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't have much of another oh, any other references. I don't know. I saw it in school or something, but it was essentially like so. Essentially, it brings on eugenics, which is this idea that like we should be breeding towards a perfect race, which like you know automatically sends red signals, right? It should. Yeah. <laughs> but there is you know, this some guy people... back in the 40s. Yeah, there's this one guy. I'm actually <laughs> watching a documentary on tyrants right now. And uh, <laughs> this guy in the first episode. I don't know. He's really <laughs> fond, fond of blonde hair and blue eyes. I won't mention I the name. I think this is a rerun, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, did, that... That, did that whole thing shed, like, negative? Like, how did, how did that get oh in in the community was that was that a like did that hurt it's something we still face repercussions to this day um it's literally uh it was something that was like a big theory or not hypothesis in the scientific community because theory is different um but it had no basis and then the doctor himself got disbarred for it because you know there's no basis to it Mm -hmm. and nobody else could you know uh prove his findings and so when jenny mccarthy and i, I don't think jenny mccarthy was the fir- maybe jenny mccarthy was the first one that was like really big first one for me that's, that's, yeah you know like, i'd say that one first one that was like really big i'd man. say um bought into that and then you know carries traction even though the doctor then it's like a conspiracy you know the doctor was disbarred because uh you know the government's secretly causing autism now because people believe people believe that like or the new one is vaccines cause autism so that they can indoctrinate people into being trans and it's like <laughs> sorry it's just what? first of all people are just trans like that's yeah, that's, just, that's, that's just that's it that that okay yeah and that, that started with jk rowling actually uh right you don't like oh she's she's very she's not great she's not she's not good but then you really fucking want to like but you can't you can't and she it's continuously bad and then uh her like one of her like more recent things around the sea of time i'd say that's how recent um was that like you know not only were uh trans people unnatural i'm saying this with quotation marks everyone at home um but pretty open about respecting all communities here we i think yeah people would still know that you would not be on our show if you were against trans (laughs) no of course i just i I want i want to double check with everyone you know i don't want anybody (laughs) i I don't want anybody being comfortable you know (laughs) i get you um yeah so besides that it's just it's, it's this belief that we're just gullible people that like will just get indoctrinated into like being trans like it's a cult i guess i don't know that's so weird i have the most I think, simplistic and probably ignorant view on quite honestly anything whether it be trans uh, anything gender related sexual preference related uh, race related i just don't understand how you can have like okay i'll give you an example my cousin, mm. He's uh, he's not blood, but he's he's a member of my family. Um, transitioned at a young age, and mm. um, it changed his life in in just the it was difficult, mm-hmm. right? Um, varying levels of support. Mm-hmm. However, uh, he's a, he's very open about his sexuality now. Um, in a relationship, whatever. I see. It, yeah, it's it's really like night and day. It's really like it's really it's somebody becoming their true self. Like that's it. And for <laughs> me, I see someone, I see someone living their their truth, and that's just enough to make me happy. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I just don't understand the people that can stand. And again, this is the the ignorant side of it. I don't understand mm. because I'm the the straight white male from the suburbs, right? But, mm. I don't understand how someone can just stand back and look at someone and be like, yeah, I don't like you for you. So just go fuck yourself. Like, why? Yeah. How? I just don't get how that exists. I don't know. Like, it's just, it, it's, so uh, the thing, it's not just one straight answer. That's the, that's the problem, right? Like it's, I just can't wrap so we, it. 
it's so many like factors and just shitty generations of people teaching wrong things to people and that's the thing too right because then uh there's some things that are like taught generationally and i feel like some people get like so extra defensive when it's taught generationally because it's like well then you think my family's wrong and it's like yes they were that's the point we grow right yeah like we we continue growing (laughs) we don't think you're a bad person but yes you're wrong (laughs) we're here to figure it out and and that's okay if you were wrong yeah i think exactly like yeah it's it's about generational growth is i mean (laughs) i think the other thing that that i find again it's maybe simplistic but so the i i love when people will will embrace change when it comes to computers and cell phones and stuff like that but people and their their feelings and their livelihoods we won't mm. we can't we can't but make no, sure it's, you go out and get that new iphone but 12. make sure you go stand in line and get the playstation 5 when it comes out yeah. you know like it's just i don't know yeah no it's uh well that's that's the rainbow capitalism isn't it right <laughs> like the uh you know change uh, all the logos in june and <laughs> go back in july and stab yeah. a couple uh lgbt people on the way out i guess i don't know it's funny actually so the company that i work for who we don't talk about but um <laughs> a lot of staff members will will uh so like we have email signatures and you have a line that separates your email signature from the email like mm. the body, right and a lot of people for the month of june will have the pride and the trans flag and i i have it year round and I, yeah find it funny when july 1st like when it, and then you start seeing god disappearing and i was like you just i don't uh, like it's, it's not even like you have to type it in each time it's just automatic it's like, just there you just yeah. don't take it away you're actually you put, causing yourself you're, more effort to take it that's away. the thing right you're putting in more effort into this yeah. well and that's and that's when we talked with uh blake's brother-in-law and aaron as well and Mm-hmm. and black history month well yeah. mm. the other 11 months of the year i'm still black that's kind of that was thing exactly is, is, is what his yeah. was what his yeah. kind of quote was and his comment was and that's the same kind of situation here um we are big fans of making sure that guests on the show um brag about themselves yeah. i think is the nice way to put it uh you showed us yes. a book that yes that you were a part of and i want to hear more yes all right so I'll Vanna White this for you. Hell yeah. Yeah, there we go. Make sure that the reflection's working. So this long, is the sharing long anthology. Hair, long exactly. Curly <laughs> red hair. Uh, sharing anthology. Can't speak today. Sharing anthology, volume seven. Um, this one is about empowerment. Um, and this was like a series of books started by somebody in like my city. Um, and now it's kind of grown into something that's like, you know, a bunch of different autistic people or autistic writers from all over Southern Ontario get to put their stories together. And um, it also kind of like helps support the communities as well. Cause we get to sell our own books, which is huge. Like it helps us a lot. Yeah. Um, and it's been great, honestly, like it's been great exposure. It's been a great, like even learning opportunity cause just the process itself of like going through the editing process and getting it published and that was fun yeah yeah and then my section uh just to kind of brag about it a bit you know since my bragging section (laughs) uh firing it up uh, we're talking about routine in my section um basically just talking about the importance of not only like scheduled routine but like micro routine sorry micro routines that um kind of just bring the whole day together without having to like plan out your day minute by minute you know because that's going to drive it crazy as well mm-hmm. yeah that's the little sneak peek nice. so are there are there more coming like is this going to be ongoing for you to to continue to write uh so i'm hoping so um i have like some children's books uh that i'm working on right now okay. um that i'm hoping because that's the other thing you know edutainment's a big thing um getting like children young to learn like not only about like other people who are autistic but just children getting to see themselves in characters that's huge yeah yeah i just kind of thought of that and and i'll ask you like 
I feel like you, and I, I may word this insensitively, but you're told what you're told who you are and what you are. Mm -hmm. And I, when I say an insensitive, you're a fucking human being, but you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm trying to say, right? But no, yeah, but yeah I yeah. don't think that it, that anyone on either side of you and you know, mom and dad or or you know, your parents or family or grandpa, whoever raised you, I don't think that they can empathize or relate with how you feel like what were your barriers like how, how do you how did you grow up like it was this well that was a big thing right um it was i grew up in the 90s of like you know we were just starting to get like you know the autism specials every now and then mm -hmm. um we had like we had uh like outpatient support like one outpatient uh support here in ontario that we waited like years on um and turns out mind you um that the play cpri cpri um just wanted to spell that out so people know <laughs> how bad it is um they came out recently actually and this goes back to you mentioned earlier uh with residential schools right. um with cpri cpri was actually the continuation um, for Indigenous children as well um, to, like, they would get taken by CAS, they would, uh, autistic Indigenous children, get put into CPRI, inpatient, get abused, get drug tested. Oh. It's, and that was, and the government of Ontario signed an ex exclusivity contract with them, which means that they were the only ones that were allowed to make these programs for, to support autistic people. And so, like, that was, that like, that sorry? Are we using the word support? <laughs> <laughs> well, I use support very loosely there. Maybe. It was another one of those air quotes. Yeah, yeah air quotes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that was, like, that was a huge barrier. But I just, like, it, it's about, like, listening, you know? Like, you don't have to fully live it to, like, Open, like open up and not just like listening to like the verbal cues but listening and like looking at like uh physical cues uh kind of general like you know if like how's their energy and my mother was always great with that you know like she was somebody that like always i don't know what I said was <laughs> still here but yeah, yeah but uh she, she's somebody who's like really great at like empathizing and kind of like trying to understand the feelings even if she doesn't fully understand them like all the time uh so i think like um because not a lot of autistic people get parents like that i gotta say yeah. like a lot of them are like woe is me like this is it it's and a lot of that's not their yeah. fault either i mean at a certain point there's accountability as well i will say but a lot of it comes from these big autism organizations again like autism speaks who are pushing like sesame street um a great character is on sesame street i forget her name but spent years of researching they, they sorry they spent years of researching uh, autistic people autism community everything like that built an amazing character and then after the fact signed on with autism speaks so even though the character itself is great representation every at the end of every episode that she's on that sends her to the sends people to the autism speaks website which is you know again like well that's it you've got to mourn your autistic child you gotta like figure out like you gotta adjust your ex expectations because nothing's gonna happen now they're never gonna do anything and it's like i think that um and this is uh i've been learning for about 30 minutes here um <laughs> don't we think we should be more about the child that could face barriers to their life rather than the parents sitting at home crying about it well, that's you. There you go. See, thirty minutes of I listening. Figured, you already got I just it better than. Figured it out in thirty minutes. Like, yeah, you already figured it out in thirty minutes. There you go. Fuck you, autism. <laughs> I can confidently say that now. Yeah, no, you can. I'll, I'll give you the sign of approval to say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, well, that's the thing, right? Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> got no. excited. Got excited about you learning it there. Was, well, you got it, it. You know what? It. I, <laughs> You know, it's funny because we're talking about the Sesame Street character too, and mm. I just like like the education should stick around the kids and adults. Mm. I mean, really, 
Elliot's pulled up here. Julia, I guess, is the name. On Julia, yeah. Sesame Street. So yeah. how fucking cool would it be to be a young child learning about yourself yeah. and being able to see this character on the show that you that you educate yourself on? Mm-hmm. All right, but then having and then the parents get something else. Right. That's exactly yeah. where I was going with this. Is that you're you're young, you're, you're bright eyed and learning, and then mom mm-hmm. and dad go, oh, let's go to let's check this out. Oh man, you know, like that's- exactly. Well, that's that's the problem, right? And that's and that's uh, where I was saying, like, we got to control now that it's like in the public perception. We got to control what we're doing with that because we can't just, you know, misinformation was dangerous for the last, you know, how many decades, but especially more now than ever you know like especially now that um you know you got uh robert de niro um his he he blamed his son's autism on vaccines famously and nobody talks about that never knew that i love yeah exactly. well that's the thing right never that's knew the, that. i well that's i always loved robert de niro too and then all of a sudden i i saw that and it was like oh I, you know how many ever however many years ago uh he said that and he's still like he's still uh go he's still anti-vax and everything so can i ask another ignorant question is robert de niro are are robert de niro and jenny mccarthy the problem or are they truly trying to consume information that they're getting from wherever they're getting it like like i was saying is like yeah are they just subject to at some point hearing something because i know people that are anti that don't believe in COVID that I don't think are bad people. I think they're fucking stupid, but I don't think they're bad people. Um, McCarthy or Jenny McCartney, McCartney, McCarthy. I wasn't McCarthy. Yeah. Cause uh, it's Melissa McCarthy's sister, right? Right. And I know yeah. her, uh, her husband quite well. He's pretty cool. Really? I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, six well, degrees of connection i'm obsessed with mark Wahlberg. he's my man trust six me. degrees of separation sorry uh, donnie anyways where i was going gotcha. with you, did she <laughs> did she uh did she just get sucked into something yeah you know well, like I, i'm not defending her i'm just curious as to where the disconnect is well that that's the thing right um I think it's, I, th- I think there's like a personal responsibility to it. Oh, I think, uh, I think when you're somebody uh, like Sia, like Jenny McCarthy, like Robert De Niro, um, yeah, you're like trying to do, like you're trying to do your best, trying to do good, but you're also people with like millions and millions of people that like will listen to anything you say without question. Access to millions of dollars to make sure you're getting the right fucking information. So well, that's the thing, right? Here. It's it's not like it's not like she can't like throw some money around to get like some autistic people on set to be like, hey, that's ableist, that's ableist, that's yeah. or like in the writer room, writer's room, so you know you avoid this shit. Like, yeah, it it, it the, the the solutions are there. It's just it's it's also this idea of a hero complex. People get stuck in this hero complex of like, yeah. well, we're doing good, so it doesn't matter. Or like we think we're doing good, so it doesn't matter what harm we cause or like how wrong we are, yeah. because like I'm going to save autistic people. You know, they're such they're people that need to be saved. And it's like, well, no, we need we just need support. We need the right support systems. Just, to me. <laughs> it's like we are yeah. saying. Yeah, and that's 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 a lot of like the comments when we've had other previous conversations with Barrington and whatever else. Yeah. I don't see color. Right. You know, it's the same kind of. Mm. Right? It's just like. Yeah, no. you do. It's like you're, yeah, you're just avoiding the problem. Like you're, yeah, right. Like you can point people out based on the color of your their skin, and there there is nothing wrong with that at its at its base. It's what you do with that information that becomes the problem. Yeah. It's but, it's almost like trying to shift that personal accountability of it. Like trying to like, well, I'm I'm not one of those people I, that, yeah, so, yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, I, like, I I mean that's I mean how insulting would it be? And Aaron, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but if someone said I don't see color, and I, if I'm you, I'm like, yeah, but I'm I'm Jamaican. I'm proud of my roots. I'm Trinidadian. I'm proud of my roots. Just like me, I'm you know I'm Scottish and British. We've got a bit of a shady past, so I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna lean into that one. I'm not gonna lean into that one too much. But I'm just saying, like, I, I think so ignorant. Right. No, I agree. Not, yeah, I'm not as proud of my. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. 
We'll leave it at that. <laughs> We're currently you- battling that in uh, our beautiful country. So. Oh yes, yes, many, do many. You- Sorry, go ahead. Do you feel your book is going to uh, narrow that divide? And what do you feel the biggest takeaway is, or hoping the biggest takeaway is from your book? Oh, uh, so I'm really hoping that like it starts to um, clear that divide. But what I'm really hoping for out of the book is, you know, like just it being another facet, it being like a stepping stone. So I can do this book and then children's books and then like other writing and then, you know, uh, on sets or acting or voice acting. You know, I want to I want to educate in as many facets as I can. So this is like this is the first step for me. You know, this is like kind of the first step to many things. I don't want right. to uh, yeah. volunteer anyone or anything, but the nice Kimball slice looking gentleman in our screen here uh, is in the entertainment industry. And I'm sure at the very least, he'd have some some words of wisdom to share with you if you ever needed advice. I don't want to volunteer, Absolutely. volunteer yeah. him, but uh yeah no i'm an actor voice voice actor by trade an actor and yeah that's that's great that you mentioned that there's definitely a a room for a voice about it and uh so it can be interpreted and understood and it it fills that void of misinformation that is being presented on the shows you're mentioning Mm -hmm. and 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 bring understanding bring understanding that obviously needs to be at the forefront of everything right so yeah and that's kind of like why you know i'm doing everything i can now too like i like i do streaming during the week too where i just i play like a couple video games and chat with people but even then like you know i'm doing like i'm practicing ranges while i chat with people i'm practicing just anything i can or like you know shooting the shit about like different topics that are like i'm passionate about so that people are at least like oh well i'm watching a video game but now i'm learning too like Mm -hmm. you know so yeah Thank you. Thank you for the advice. What do you, um, so I, this might be one of those questions I word wrong, just a fair word. So (laughs) I'm learning. What what do you, so, so it's a two part question. So what are your current barriers? Um, and how do you foresee, like, I know, you know, when I say barriers, I mean, like what's, what, do you what are you learning about what are you having a hard time with what don't you have a hard time what do you love like just tell us about how you feel now like you talked about growing up and stuff like that like you want to see things start to change for you and and your community yeah so that's actually like that's a great um it's great that you mentioned that because um the way that i feel right now is that you know, I like, I just, I love every part of myself now, you know, even like that's the like flaw, like, sentence. that's fucking, that's so cool. I'm yeah. Cool. Well, Cause that's the thing, right. Cause it's like, you know, yes, there's, there's flaws to like, you know, there, I have like extra sensory issues where I can't go out in the rain or like, you know, I have just anything uh, that like would be perceived as flaws, but then there's like so many positives to it too. Like, you know, uh the adverse or sorry the opposite to the sensory thing i just mentioned with the rain i am very sensitive to positive sensations so like if i have like a really comfy uh like blanket or material i get a hell of a lot more comfy than most people would because i feel like just like that it's like electric joy on my skin that's like kind of the yeah. best way to describe it um you got drugs without the drugs <laughs> <laughs> well it, it doesn't feel like drugs tell me uh, let me tell you that i've never actually done those drugs and i'm not lying when i say that i just heard people talk about them maybe that was a stupid thing to say i have never I, heard I, of electric joy to be honest with you I mean, maybe that's maybe that's past my time i don't know um, <laughs> we got what well, we got those uh yeah, like those new drugs like TikTok and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a full. I'm, I'm fully addicted to that one. I have narrowly avoided it. My wife has not. Mine hasn't oh, either. Mine is, mine is. She feeds. I have, look at this. We. I. It's the same. My wife and I. She's all over the TikTok and. Oh yeah. Sit and spend like. This is my. We have a WhatsApp <laughs> conversation. That we text each other. We don't, but we have a WhatsApp conversation that is solely 
TikToks. This is probably just all from today, what you just saw. That is immaculate. And that then is I get wonderful. Home from work and she's like, did you watch the TikToks I sent you? No, I was at work. I didn't have time to watch well, 77 TikToks. She's not used to you being at work. She's That's also not problem, used to so. me being at work. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> there's that part. I was, oh, off, you know. I was off on a medical leave for almost a year, so she's still adjusting just as much as I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My wife's, uh, I was used to this now. I'm like, I've been at home for a couple of years now. I uh, had to leave for medical before the pandemic. And then with the pandemic and everything, I just kind of switched to at home, yeah. like trying to do commissions where I can and, yeah. you know, trying to make a living in this, right. you know, this wild world. So are you streaming? Are you like, is that, do you, you talked about streaming that? Yeah. So uh, is that a hobby or are you, do you have a following and you're generating an income off of it? So I only recently even had a machine that I was capable of doing like streaming of doing like the complex video editing that I've always wanted to do at home. Um, so I've started to build up a following uh, streaming and then like, I'm like at the point where like, I'm just about to be on the threshold for making money. Um, yeah. So basically once I hit this like viewer average per like total hours or something like that, um, which I'm like really close to hitting, um, then I can like start taking subscribers, which is like people pay $5, half of it goes to Twitch, half of it goes to me, you know? So not much, but that will help with like, uh, my, like add to my wife's income and, you know, selling the books still and anything I can to scrounge up a few bucks here and there. Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you, in what do you enjoy most about creative freedom? As opposed Ooh. to working in uh, in any other field of study. Fuck, he makes us look so bad. Jeez, <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, like, I didn't want to say anything, but like... <laughs> no wonder you had to come in with the Under Armour this week. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Not us sitting here sharing a brain. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Can you just repeat the question? I've, I've completely <laughs> yeah. lost the question. Yeah. Do you maybe Let's you two again? You two just talk for a bit, and we're just gonna we'll we'll thanks and <laughs> the, uh, the creative freedom with with your career now, uh, yes. as opposed to something you were doing beforehand. Yes, yes, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I honestly like I love having the creative freedom. I love having um, just my own voice and not being afraid of like you know saying things like autism speaks are shit eaters like not being afraid to say that you know because like they <laughs> we we can't be afraid to like share our own voices and there's so many times where like if you're confined in creative creative spaces they'll try to like those are the kind of the first things they'll try to stifle um is like these like things that are outside the norm you know um, so it's just about pushing and like being able to show people like how great, like what like great things we can create outside of like those constraints. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's basically my lazy answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great answer. Thank you. No. So, uh, no. We want to, my famous saying is we want, we want to be conscious of time. Conscious of time. Uh, we still got appreciate it. A few minutes yeah. before we hit the hour mark. So I just want to end off like, um, you know, we've, we've talked about, um, you know, your life, but tell us something, some, some, something else about you. We know you like streaming, you're married. Yeah. What do you do now? What's for fun? What Honestly, I, I just like learning things. Like I'm at that point in my life where like, I'm going to get like deep for a second with y'all. Um, I didn't think I was going to make it past a certain age in my life. I really didn't think, um, and like, not for like lack of trying and like my family's part of like genuinely trying to help me out um but there was issue there was just so many like barriers societally um and like so much like just misinformation and that like it made me such an angry jaded person for so long um that took out like so much of my anger in the world around me. And I just didn't think I was gonna live past a certain point. Um, that like now I've kind of hit this point where I just kind of think like everything is beautiful. Like this, this sound weird, but like everything is kind of beautiful, you know? Like 
I'm learning, like, I love learning about mushrooms because, you know, there's something that, like, people don't usually look at, but, like, there's something that actually, like, fundamentally could have actually brought sea life to land, stuff like that, you know? So just, I like learning things. That's that's my answer, you know? So I like learning weird things like that that make no sense and have no bearing on anything in my life, but... <laughs> Well, talking with us, at least the two of us here, <laughs> yeah, is, is very much not making much sense most of the time. So, so oh, that's good. Right now, you're, you're, you're in the three peas in a pod. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, you know what you say there, I think it's going to talk, talk to more people than you think, you know, when you say you're going to get deep. Uh, mm. I can tell you for a fact that, you know, I've, I've been there personally. Um, I know, Aaron, you've been relatively open about the fact that you've had your struggles. Um, mm. you know, I, it, it's, it, you just never know what it's going to take to pull someone out of something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you find your thing and it sounds like you found your thing and what's that, what's those, uh, what are those old nineties commercials? The what's your thing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah man. But that's, that's what no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know, You're right. It's, uh, you know, you, you learn, you learn about your, you'll, you'll never learn more about yourself than when you're depressed. Mm -hmm. Truly. Um, you know, I've been pretty open about it on this podcast that I went through it in the last year. Mm. I had a chronic pain condition. Um, you know, we joke around about it, but it was, it was really fucked up and, uh, it just, it sent me really bad. And you know what helped me? The biggest thing that helped me outside of, of course, my wife and stuff, uh, it's Aaron Marshall Clark in the bottom of the computer here. Um, <laughs> son of a good podcast, you know, we don't yeah. have uh, millions of people listening. You know, we, we just, uh, we just have a lot of fun and we get to meet people that we've never would have been able to meet, you know, sitting right in front of us right now and yeah, connect with people. Like I, our guest last week was an old, buddy of mine not even we weren't even great friends in high school we were in different grades but we knew each other and always mm. had a respect for each other that we got to chat and aaron's brought us comedians and um, yeah you know so that's become it's my thing right so it's well it's it's it's, it's interesting you mentioned that too with the chronic pain stuff is that it's it's something that i've seen a lot with the disability in disability communities chronic pain communities um, especially in the last couple of years with like all of the added stress, we actually recently lost somebody in the disability community. Uh, I didn't cross paths with them, but they were an advocate and lawyer, um, and had like chronic pain and everything. And they ended up, uh, taking their own life. And so that's like a, a big issue in the community, especially like right now, like this is nothing's normal, no. you know, even, even as people say we're coming out the other side still we have no precedent for like what's going on right now because even in past pandemics we didn't have like a worldwide information network like we did now we didn't have the segregation and stuff like we do now too like i mean when i say segregation i mean we have not been quarantined to this level we have not been mm. um you know and, and thankfully that it has happened in the era that it has happened in where mm -hmm. we can stay as connected as physically possible without being, I mean, we've run a podcast since January and this is the first time we've sat down in the same room together, short of yeah. my wife being on this show um, in her office while I was in the living room. Like that's, that's, that's as close as it's gotten. So mm -hmm. I'm thankful for technology, but um, yeah, I mean, this pandemic really has taken a toll on people too. And, and, you know, I have a, a, a young niece who is like my best friend in the whole wide world and not seeing her for weeks and, and months and even at times, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm not speaking for like poor, poor me. I'm just, that's where I, what I can speak to. It's impacted everybody in different ways. So, yeah. No, and I feel like a lot of people are like in that situation with like, with like, I, I don't have my support systems anymore yeah. either. You know, like I have like, I can contact them. I can call them. But like a lot of the time, you know, I, I get that with my, like, I, I'm close with my mother yeah. um, and she lives in New Brunswick. So we have, yeah. like, we saw her, we saw each other like a couple months ago because she was fully vaxxed and she came over for like, so, she came over for something. Uh, so I, I saw her once or no, 
she came over to see me actually that's a lie so i saw her like a good bit um but besides that like the entire pandemic like we haven't seen each other struggle yeah. Uh, exactly and then and she's like a huge support system for me you know like obviously my wife is here too but like my wife's one facet of same here yeah, yeah exactly i mean yeah. i live with my wife and my pets and they're my whole world but holy fuck do you ever realize they're your whole world and you're locked in a room with them <laughs> yep like yep. i've also never seen anyone do cartwheels and backflips before until i said i was going back for, to work <laughs> i think my wife would do that too oh i thought you were looking at me I was, no i haven't done a <laughs> no i haven't done a cartwheel since grade six and I oh, you sure as hell. Sure oh, you've time. been able to do cartwheels? At me, I've never done a cartwheel in my life. <laughs> Aaron could do a cartwheel right now. Aaron could, yeah. You could probably do a standing backflip right now. Aaron, Aaron actually does enough do physical it. activities to make up for the two of us. Not. <laughs> not. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny, actually, too. Because... I play slow pitch now. Yeah. So. Oh, ah, he does. You do. That's right. Yeah, there you go. It's like the lowest impact sport. <laughs> Yeah. I just need to come watch you try to run the bases. That's all I'm there for. <laughs> run the bases? It's I can. It's very slow. <laughs> I don't have the speed that I did when I was any younger. No, none of us do. Yeah, story of my life. Um, <laughs> so shout, shout yourself out. I know. Yeah, uh, social know, media. Where, where do we find you? We want to know where to find you on Instagram because mm-hmm. that's where we post a lot of our content. I know where right. you are on Twitter. I found you yes well uh, all right so uh, at sleepy underscore media um i'll say it again just to be clear mm-hmm. at sleepy underscore media uh for both twitter and instagram yep. and then um what else what else do i want to shout out twitch yeah let's shout out twitch let's go where shout can out we, twitch. we gotta where get can you find your limit, book right like that's the thing oh. Uh, so I'm not used to shouting myself out like this. Uh, I'm getting all this attention. Of course. <laughs> okay, Where, so Twitch, yeah. Twitch is under uh, Sleepy underscore Media, I believe. Maybe, maybe don't add that one, because I don't remember the name the that one. But my book. Yes. Uh, ah, there you go. By Twitch is too sleepy, too ginger. <laughs> too sleepy, too ginger. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. There you go. That's incredible. Is yeah, it it's a good letter? one. It's a good one, right? Is it, is Letters it, yeah. or numbers. T O. It's the numbers. Yeah. Nice. Too sleepy, too jimber. Too Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. And the books. Uh, yes. You can email me, um, Benjamin Living with Autism at gmail.com. Okay. That's my first name. Um, okay. Living with Autism at gmail.com. And killing right. it. And you can, yeah. thank you, you know, Vanna White and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can purchase my book uh, for $20 um it's an anthology series again with my stories and many other autistic stories um twenty dollars and then anywhere in canada shipping six dollars outside of canada i don't know we'll figure that out you, but uh can you do me a favor and i just followed you on instagram send me a link to where we can find your book and i'll try to link it up in our mm-hmm. so i don't have like a site for the book okay okay oh, we because email. that's we'll what email. you said it's yeah, like, it was, yeah. It's like it's, yeah. it's almost like I said it. You know? it's, yeah, like you told us and gave us directions already. It's, it's fine. That's that's why I said it multiple times. So we'll get it in playback. <laughs> Never mind me. <laughs> it's fine. I didn't get a question twice. So, <laughs> do you want to ask one more time? Shut up. <laughs> ben, it was uh, amazing to have you no, ben, on thank you so and much. Uh, have the. Um, not only confidence, but just the, uh, the helping us to understand and uh, being part of this podcast and having the audience we do and having people see that we all have uh, learning to do, mm-hmm. especially on topics like this, you know, and uh, yeah. and grow from it rather than avoid it. Oh, we all do. I mean, like there's like topics mm-hmm. on like there's still topics on autism that I, even I don't know as an autistic person. So. Mm-hmm it's always a learning experience it's always going right. to be a learning experience like everything so yes. yeah thank you for having me on we, yeah, we well. don't like i said we don't have millions of listeners but we're lucky that we have sort of a wide variety of parts of the world and stuff that listen mm-hmm. um, yeah and you know i think this conversation is probably very different from you know we got brazil uh countries in europe one probably yeah. one person in each of these countries just keep that in mind but 
um, you know, all across. They'll be very impressed. All across the United (laughs) States, et cetera. So, um, yeah, like it's nice to have this conversation come out. Um, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I've learned more in the last hour and a bit than I have ever about the, the subject of autism. So, um, I'm sure other people will appreciate it as well. And I can't wait to, to you know, follow your content. I also see um, we, that you're, you're um, an activist in the LGBTQ community. And, yes. Uh, intersectional feminism and stuff like that. So um, I think you're going to be an interesting follow on Instagram. And my wife is definitely going to follow you because she's a um, <laughs> massive advocate in those um, categories as well. That's good. Yeah, I just, you know, I again, I try to learn my best. I, you know, it's about, uh, it's not always about, uh, it's not always about speaking my own voice. It's about sitting back to and listening to other voices. Right. Yes. Well, thanks again, Benjamin. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Uh, We Mm -hmm. will, uh, I guess, shut her down for for this episode. (laughs) You don't have to log yeah. off right when we finish. Yeah, we'll, yeah. You don't have no, to, like, I, I, I'm gonna exit right now. <laughs> have it ready. Like, Bye. We've had a couple guests do that. We'll talk about this more while we're actually recording. We've had a couple guests do that. I was like, oh, kind of just gotta have talk the, a little bit. We kind of have the cool down for a couple minutes after. Yeah. And some people yeah. just go, and I was like, it's like, no, sorry, I'm done with this. Come, come back, come back. I just came here for the podcast. Sorry. What's that, Aaron? I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, All right. Well, on that note, this has been yeah. another episode of Geezers and the Kid. Thank you so much. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 I have to have the last word. Bye. Jesus. Why are you ending the meeting? I'm not ending the meeting. I'm pausing. <laughs> Bye. Oh. Oh.